Welcome to the Storyform Podcast, where we journey together at the intersection of faith and story. I'm your host, Will Chenault, Soul Care Pastor at Fellowship Bible Church in Jackson, Tennessee. Thanks for joining us on this podcast. Let's get this conversation started. Welcome to our listeners. Uh, we're now past the holiday season and we're well into the new year. And I hope it's been a great year for you. Today I have as my guest on the podcast, Todd Pinkston. Um, Todd is the president and founder of Way Forward Adventures in Colorado. And Way Forward is an incredible ministry that over the years, many of the men here at Fellowship have been a part of going on week-long hiking excursions in the backcountry of Colorado. Uh, this past October, uh, Todd led our uh, men's retreat or our men's advance um, here at Fellowship, and it was during that time as I participated in our van- in our advance weekend that I was able to get to know Todd and just immediately connected with his heart, with his passion, uh, and with his depth as a leader. Todd, I'm excited to have you on the podcast today. Yeah, Will, thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So I just want to start uh, by talking a little bit about yourself. I want to, first of all, just uh, jump into how Way Forward started. But before we do that, Todd, tell us a little bit about yourself, about your family, a little bit about your life. What's the weather been like in Colorado? <laughs> you don't want to go there. It's been a, uh, it's been a, it's been a dry winter. Oh, uh, okay. Up a little bit of depression. Yeah, not, not too much uh, snow on the ground here in Del Norte. Oh, that's uh, interesting. Yeah, so... Uh, I've been married. Uh, my wife and I just celebrated our 15th uh, wedding anniversary. Um, we went to uh, the, the nicest steak restaurant in town, and uh, it just so happened that the fires up in uh, northern Colorado were causing some blackouts. So uh, we had no power at the restaurant, and uh, and they couldn't cook, but we had a nice charcuterie board um, and a cocktail to celebrate. So uh, 15 years, and the adventure continues. It does. Uh, so married, yeah, married 15 years. We've got three kiddos. I've got a uh, almost eight-year-old daughter and almost one-year-old son and a, and a four-year-old son. Um, and so the, the daughter and, and youngest are about to turn eight and one. And um, this last year, uh, actually through the through the adventure of COVID, uh, it took us out of uh, Dallas, Texas, and we relocated to uh, southern Colorado um, and live on site uh, at Wayford Space Camp uh, just outside of Del Norte. And so, um, yeah, we are on a, we're on a family adventure and uh, really, the story of Way Forward mm-hmm. um, is very much uh, intertwined with the, the story of our family. Uh, Way Forward started in, in 2013, uh, and then our daughter was uh, it started in the fall of 13. Our daughter was born in February of 14, and so uh, we have not had a summer um, without her uh, being a part of it. And, uh, and and from the beginning, we said, you know, this was this was going to be a family thing. You know, this wasn't going to be the the Todd Pinkston uh, guiding outfitter. Uh, in fact, you know, this last summer I guided one of the, uh, you know, nearly 30 trips we did. And so it, it, it has always been, um, you know, a, an opportunity uh, for our family to uh, help be a part of an organization that hopefully is, is creating space for people to encounter Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's kind of, that's where we are. And, and, and going back, um, you know, I, I was raised in Dallas, Texas, uh, didn't know the Lord, didn't, you know, didn't. I grew up going to church a ton, um, met the Lord through uh, an organization called Young Life, um, and a, a leader that stepped into my world that uh, was relational, that was, um, yeah, he was he was a guy that I looked at and said, man, I want to I be like that guy. Um, and 
uh, we built a, a friendship that uh, has continued, and, and he was the one that, that showed me uh, the love of Christ and, and what a relationship uh, with him looked like. And uh, at that same time, he also was a, um, an outdoorsman, and, and he took me on my first backpacking trip the summer after I graduated college, and uh, or after I graduated high school, and, and I fell in love with it. I fell in love with uh, just the adventure of being out there, the simplicity of being out there. It was, it was pre-cell phones, but uh, still, you didn't have a schedule. You didn't have all those things. It just it created a space that was different than uh, what we lived in normal life. Yet it was a it was an incredible adventure that just you never knew what was coming around the next corner. And so uh, then went to college, and uh, later in college, um, guided trips for for the organization Young Life for a couple summers, um, and then went on Young Life staff in Dallas. And um, as I was, uh, you know leading high school kids in, in, uh, in North Dallas, uh, every summer we'd take one trip where we'd take them on, uh, on trail. And it was the highlight of the year. You know, it was the time when I saw the most growth. It was the time when I saw the, you know, relationships get forged deeper community. Um, and it, and it had nothing to do with what was said on trail. It had everything to do with what the Lord was doing in their hearts because of the, the atmosphere that was created. And so, uh, way forward was birthed, I like to say, out of a dream and a question. The dream was uh, a friend of mine named Alex Noop and I, uh, we would guide those high school trips. And at the end of them, you know, every year, we would look at each other and say, man, what would this look like for people our age to do this? Mm. And as we got older, we realized there are, you know, more and more problems um, that you just don't know are, are coming uh, your way in life. You know, marriage is hard and uh, work is hard and, you know, having kids is hard and you just see, you know, you see people struggling and, and, and ourselves. Um, and you just think, man, this would be great for us. And so that was the dream. And then in 2013, uh, I took a, a group of CrossFit guys on trail from uh, Richardson, Texas. It was, I, I, you know, the group of guys that I was in a Bible study with. And one, one year they looked at me and said, you take these high school kids backpacking. Why don't you ever take us? Um, I thought, man, that'd be awesome. And so rounded up some gear and took him out. And, uh, before the trip started, uh, one of the guys named Bill, um, you know, we hadn't even packed up to go. We were in Salida sitting in a coffee shop and he went around the, the table and said, if money wasn't an issue and you could do anything to make a difference in the world, what would you do? Um, and when he got around to me, I said, Bill, I would do this. Um, and he had no context for what this was because he hadn't gone on the trip yet. In fact, the, the greatest part of the story is Bill's a private pilot. Bill didn't even know if he really wanted to go on the trip. And so he flew his own plane thinking, if I decide to back out at the last minute, at least I can fly home and I'm not stuck with these guys. Um, and so that, you know, that question um, really became the genesis because I didn't know it, but um, Bill had started a company with his wife, Becky, and they had sold that company and they were, they were wanting to start a nonprofit. And they were asking hundreds of people that question because they were trying to find an idea they could get behind. And so it wasn't the answer. It was the experience that he had over the next five or six days that he walked away from that trip and said, if this isn't happening in the world, this needs to start. Mm. Um, just because of the transformation we saw in those guys, the, the marriages that were reconciled, the, the, you know, the um, opportunity to open up about stuff. And so, um, that was the, that was the genesis of Wayport and they invited us in, in uh, the fall of 13 and Aaron and I, you know, we didn't know what we were doing. We didn't have an experience starting an organization, 
Um, I don't know, I'm not a business guy. I'm a ministry guy. You know, I went to Dallas Seminary and was on Young Life staff. And my wife works for a nonprofit, but we felt like the Lord was uh, inviting us, and we felt like there was an open door, and uh, he made it so clear that to not do this uh, would be radically disobedient. And so we said yes, and um, it's been an incredible adventure just watching the Lord open doors and um, for the organization at the same time uh, watching him just transform lives. Um, and the thing I love about what I get to do is that, um, just like I said, with those high school kids, it's not about what way forward does. Um, it's about what the Lord does. Mm. And we just get this opportunity to really remove things that get in the way. Mm -hmm. And so we see ourselves as, you know, this organization that says, let me take care of everything I possibly can so that you can get in a place where, I always, I always try to paint this picture for our guides that on day three, that this person can be sitting by a lake and for the first time, maybe in decades, they have nothing on their mind that they're trying to, to figure out or schedule or make sure they're planned for, and they just get to be. Wow. And in those moments, the Lord does things that only he can do, and he gets the credit, um, and they're not walking away from way forward with this you know, list of to-dos that they have to do or you know, this perfect program that we've got they follow these steps but they walk away with a, a transformed heart and a renewed perspective mm. and to me that changes lives. Mm -hmm. i mean when the lord does something in our hearts it just it bubbles up and overflows and so that's kind of the, the story mm. and a little bit of, mm. of uh yeah kind of the heartbeat behind mm -hmm. uh what we get to do and it sounds like it was just it wasn't like something that you made happen. It was just no. the Lord just opened these doors so apparently. I mean, you think about the relationship with the, the gentleman that had asked hundreds of people, what do you want to do with, with your life? And, mm -hmm. and really that sense that he felt a burden and a call to, we want to use resources in our life for kingdom ministry and for significance. And yep. uh, that has to be something that, um, during the difficult times that you continue to go back to that this was very apparent that major doors were open in an incredibly clear way for you and for this ministry. Yeah, yeah. For, for sure. I mean, and, and it wasn't, that was, you know, I, I can look back and there's, there's a handful of kind of, you know, rocks across the, the stream that the Lord planted. And, and, you know, that, that first invitation from Bill and Becky um, you know, and then you get into the, you get into the game, you know, and, and permits, you have to have permits and to, to take people onto public land because you're, you know, you're running a business, you're providing a service. Those permits are incredibly hard to get, you know, oftentimes it's a 10 year wait. Um, it's just, a, it's a hard, you know, they're limited. You can't like buy them. You know, you, there has to be somebody that drops out or doesn't use them anymore. The four, your ranger district has to you know, open up space for more. And, um, about four years in, we got a call from a ranger that said, Hey, I think you should apply for these permits. Mm -hmm. Um, and just, you know, was again, nothing that, that we did. It wasn't, you know, how hard we worked. It was, it was the Lord working behind the scenes. Um, and then the lodge that we get to operate out of, uh, was, um, you know, owned by a, a couple partners out in Georgia and, um, and then one here locally. And, they, uh, we rented it in 2018 and, and it was the first time in all of our summers that we had stayed in one spot in the early years, we'd move around, you know, five or six times throughout the summer. 
because we had different permits in different areas and we couldn't get one place all summer. Um, and this was the first time that we had stayed in one spot. And, you know, it, it's, a, it's a much longer story. But through a course of events, these, these folks, these guys that um, we have never met to this day, uh, gave the largest single gift to this organization uh, through the property. Um, and, and, you know, we ended up paying some, but it was, it was about, you know, half or a third of what the property was worth. And yeah. So when I look back on these things, you're, you're exactly right. Cause it's hard, you know, it, it is, it's hard. And then COVID hits and, you know, there's just times where you wonder, what am I doing? And, um, is this really going to work? And, you know, am I really banking my kids college on this? And, uh, and when you can look back and see the Lord is faithful um, and it may not always look the way we want it to, uh, but that's okay. It, it looks the way he wants it to. And he's conforming us more into his image as, as he takes us along this adventure. And so that's what I, you know, even eight or nine years in, I feel like I'm still, you know, oftentimes on day two of a, of a backpacking trip, wondering what's coming around the next corner and, you know, what's the next big adventure? And it's just, uh, it's fun. It's, it, I wouldn't have it any other way, mm-hmm. uh, but it's also stretching. Mm-hmm. Well, and it just, the fruit of that, Todd, is just the men who have engaged that through our church um, and have come back and just, it's, it's life-changing. Um, I mean, that's not a, you know, an overstatement. Uh, that's not a dramatic statement. It truly is something that for the men who have experienced that, um, it is something that every one of them would come back and say, um, this was a mile marker. This was a, something that I can go back to and see how the Lord met me and moved in my life over this week. And that's, that's what I love about way forward ministry is just the fact that it, yes, it is an adventure. Yes, it is. You guys set everything up to where, someone who has really never experienced something like that, never gone on a hike before, um, can have a really low entry point and enter in and with confidence know that they're going to be taken care of and everything is set up for them in order to engage their heart. And and I just, I, I love, I was looking at the website um, and, and just love even, you know, your purpose. Uh, the purpose is both uh, discovery and depth. Discovery, finding out, who God has made us to be and depth deepening relationships with Christ and others. I'm, I, I know that just as a testimony for our men, they've experienced both of those things, both discovery mm-hmm. and depth. Was that yeah. something that you had a clear idea of those kind of two, this is what I want to see and accomplish um, as I guide men. And as we have other guides through that, or did it, was that something that just kind of evolved over time? When you think about yeah, a little the, of both. The, the vision and the purpose. Yeah. It, it, I think initially, yes, we, we knew that we wanted to have the space created for the Lord to work. Mm-hmm. Uh, we knew that, you know, there was going to be an adventure component to it. Um, honestly, we, we, when we first started, we kind of thought it would be, you know, fresh out of college folks that are, you know, they, they've graduated or they're, they're about to graduate and they're thinking, what do I want to do with my life? Um, and what we've learned is uh, that it actually takes, you know, kind of five to 10 years 
uh, for life to beat us up enough to realize we don't have it figured out. And this is harder than I thought. And, and I really do need um, some help. And, and not necessarily help like, you know, I need you to, to show me the way, but help like, man, I need, I need a group of guys or girls to, to bond with. I need, I need some help in creating space and understanding kind of what's going on. Uh, we would call it below the line. Um, you know, we, we think when we live life in such a way that's outside in, we think if we can get the outside things figured out that the internal will take care of itself. Um, and it's just so the opposite that, you know, life is lived inside out. And when we neglect that inside, that inner self, that, you know, below the line, uh, narrative, then it just doesn't matter how much is, is right on the outside. We just feel like something's missing. Um, and so initially we had an idea and then, you know, once you kind of start inviting people in and guides and, you know, people to, to help out with it kind of actually in the first couple of years started to go, you know, or just, there was a lot of ideas because there's, I mean, you know, when you, when you launch into ministry, it's like, it could be for, you know, it could be for high school kids. It could be for, you know, middle-aged men and women. It could be for, you know, folks that are, that don't know the Lord and, and give them an opportunity to understand for the first time. And, um, and those can all happen kind of in the same context. And, uh, really it was, yeah, as we started developing our first curriculum, that was really, uh, and we, and we, when we look back at kind of the narrative now, we call it the beachhead moment when we, you know, you have to decide at some point, um, you know, the, the, the direction that the Lord's calling you in and the place that you feel like is going to then unlock, uh, deep impact. And we, we chose after, you know, a lot of prayer that we said, we're going to go after middle-aged men and women. <laughs> And we're going to give them the opportunity to discover who the Lord has made them and give them space to create deep relationships with each other and with the Lord. And, and that is then going to trickle into those other places. It's going to trickle into, you know, the way they parent. It's going to trickle into, um, you know, the way that they love their spouse, the way that they live in work, the way that they, you know, uh, relate to their local church. And so that was kind of when we said, Let's go for it. Let's do adults. Let's create space for them to discover. Um, and that will unlock kind of the, the rest of those things. And so that's been kind of our target. Uh, and it, you know, we, we still do some high school groups. We still, you know, do some young adults. But by and large, I mean, the, the majority of what we do is, uh, you know, kind of that you know, 25 to 50-year-old uh, person. And, and we do older and we do younger, but that they get on trail together and, you know, through the opportunity to share, you know, part one, a, a big part of the experience is uh, throughout the week, everybody gets the opportunity to tell their life story. Um, and I love the, the title of your podcast, you know, story formed. I think we, for, for most of the people, it's the first time they've ever told their story. And, you know, it's, n it's not a testimony um, because it's not just about when they came to know the Lord. Uh, it's their whole story. They get 20 minutes to talk about whatever comes up. And we intentionally uh, try to get the, you know, we, we tell them we want the first draft. Like we don't, well, they know it's coming, but we don't give them a, you know, a form to fill out or we don't, we don't try to over curate the story. Uh, we just want, we want them to start talking about their life. Uh, and Will, that is, I mean, I've heard hundreds of stories. And I mean, the tears that come up 
And people oftentimes look back and say, oh my gosh, I didn't, I had no idea I would cry or I had no idea that would, you know, catch me. Um, it's because we've, we've shoved so much stuff down that we don't even know it impacts us. Mm-hmm. And when the, the box can be opened for somebody to just explore what's going on beneath the surface of my life, gosh, it is just profound. Mm-hmm. And it, it yeah, it, it's just incredible to watch somebody and then a group around them, love them. You know, that's the, gosh, the biggest fear we have is that somebody would know us and not love us. So what do we do? We just make sure that we don't ever be known because then we won't realize our greatest fear. But at the same time, we're, we're missing out on the greatest gift of joy and of peace and of being known and loved. And so when they get that opportunity to share, it is just, it's awesome. I mean, hiking aside, people would say, I'm, I, I'm good without the hiking. Like this is the, the gold. And so, um, yeah, you, you get to do that. And then, and then they get to ask questions and man, one of my favorite things about what happens on trail is that, you know, not only are we afraid of people knowing us, but then also we don't want people to jump in and try to fix us. Like, I don't, I don't mind you sharing, you know, a bit of advice here and there, but if I've just been raw with you, the last thing I want is for you to tell me how easy it is to be fixed. You know, Hey Todd, read this book and it'll figure it all out for you. You got marriage problems, bro. I, I, you know, I had marriage problems one time, then I figured it out. You know, then I'm left feeling like, man, I'm just the idiot. They can't, they can't figure this out. Mm -hmm. And so we've got a hard and fast rule during question time that if your statement doesn't end in a question mark, then you can save it for another time. Mm -hmm. We want to we want to teach people to just lean in and ask questions. Hey, it looked like you teared up there. What what was going on? Like, hey, you know, how do you think that impacts your life? Um, hey, have you ever told anybody that? Hey, what does it look like? You know, or how do you feel right now when you tell a group of guys and 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 they lean in? Like, and when when you can just teach people to ask good questions to each other, what happens? I mean, the depth that's created in those relationships is, is huge. And then also like, there's just a little bit of clarity as you process through on your own. When we let down the guard and we feel safe and we feel like we can share those things and then process those things. Gosh, the, the, that, that's kind of that discovery that, um, that, that happens. And again, it's, you know, it's not that we have this five point plan that we walk everybody through. It's really, it's a creating a space for them to discover and, and, and have that time to just marinate, you know, you don't, you don't have anywhere you've got to be. We don't have a schedule. We've got to keep. And when they can do that, it's like the momentum starts on night one and it just starts rolling mm-hmm. and guys, you know, they can't wait to open up and share. And, um, it's just a, it's a blast. It's a, it's a lot of fun to see. And there's something very sacred about, um, unplugging about going away about Sabbath, about, uh, finding those places where we we get out of the um, you know the normal things that the grind uh, the normal things that mm-hmm. take us out and draw our our affection and our attention and distract us and numb us and and so the beauty of creating a sacred space in that location and and I love you know yeah location's great but it's secondary 
it, it's the mm-hmm. it's the ministry that happens uh, when someone comes and they unplug and they disengage and they have a place. And and I love what you said for the maybe for the first time. This is a place mm-hmm. that they can say, "Hear the." Here's my inner world. Here's my inner truth. Here are the confusing realities of my life. Here are the things that I'm struggling with, I'm wrestling with. Here's my world. And, you know, the beauty also, Todd, of just saying, we're not here to fix. And and the rarity of that, the rarity of that, that I find uh, just as a counselor and as a pastor that, particularly for men, um, when you create a space for that, they are hungry they are deeply, deeply hungry for that environment. And, mm-hmm. the, the, and, and once the safety is created and the space is created, uh, it is a beautiful, beautiful thing. That's true. Yeah. It, it, yeah. You, can, you can literally just watch it on their faces as their posture changes and, and they, they do, they develop an appetite for this. And they don't even know what this is, um, but it's it's a you know it's freedom. I mean it it is it is so foreign to kind of our our day to day lives that we just we want it, and <laughs> that's one of uh, you know one of the things that I hope people walk away from is and, and sometimes I'll ask at the end of the week of hey what what was what was the secret sauce to your experience this week? You know, cause everybody thinks like, Oh, wait must be behind, you know, they've got something they're, they're working on here. And so I just asked them like, what's the secret sauce? And to get to hear them kind of process through that and, and, and think about like, well, Oh yeah, you went first. And when you shared, man, I felt the freedom to share and Oh, you know, we had time alone, but it had some direction to it. And then we, you know, we had questions and, you weren't trying to teach us anything. You were just trying to, to facilitate and, and move us along by asking questions. And we were on a great adventure. Like we were, you know, we were climbing a mountain and it was challenging and tough. And, you know, I was excited about what was coming the next day. And there was a, there was an unknown component. And I trusted the guy at the front of the line. I mean, when you start thinking about, and you can kind of put that together, then it's like, well, how do we, how do we do this back home? And, and that's where, you know, my hope is, Gosh, if, you know, I feel insulted sometimes when people say, like, how do you make sure that the camp high continues? I'm like, oh, I, I hope that that's not even a part of the conversation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because I hope it's just, I hope it's a perspective changer. Mm-hmm. That, it's, that it's, not a, it's not a camp high. You know, it is a, it's an altering of, of where we look. And, and, a, and, and something where we look back and say, I don't want to go back there. It's not that I, I want to try to hold on to this thing, but really I hope I can live over there. It's a, no, I, I found freedom here and I don't, I don't want to go back. And that's what, you know, I, I hope that, you know, the, the thing that we drive for is I want people to experience freedom, mm-hmm. you know, the freedom from control, you know, well, they don't know where they're going on trail. They don't have watches. Like, <laughs> The way forward business model is absolutely terrible. Like if you look at it, I mean, we're asking people to pay, you know, $1,200 to, to go to a place with people they've probably never met before. And then, you know, they're sleeping one night at the lodge and we take away their watches. Well, we, we let them volunteer their watches. 
There are no cell phones. They don't know what time it is. They don't know where they're going on trail. They're sleeping on the ground. And so many times when, when people get back, they get back to the lodge and, and I can't wait, you know, when a group gets there and they get out of the truck and you get to hug them and, you know, so many times there's tears and they just look at you and said, I need it. Yeah. And, and I had no idea how much I needed this. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, and then they'll say crazy things like, I feel rested. Mm-hmm. You know, how, how can you, how can you do, you know, five days in the backcountry, hiking every day, sleeping on a, you know, a one inch foam mat and come back and say, I feel rested. I mean, it sounds miserable, <laughs> but it's that we don't, we don't need physical rest the way that we need spiritual rest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I love, you know, the, the, um, the passage in Exodus 33 where, uh, where Moses is interacting with God and, and Moses is trying to figure out where do I go and who's going to go with me. And, um, you know, if you're not going with me, God, I'm not going. And God says to Moses, my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I think, well, it, it, you know, most of the people we take on trail are, they would identify as a, as a Christian. I think if you got them alone and said, hey, nobody will ever know this, but tell me what you really think, I think they would say, I wonder why it really matters. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I believe that Jesus was a guy. I believe that he, he was, I believe that he's God. And, and I hope I go to heaven. But why does that matter in my day-to-day life? I think that they would say, I, I don't know. Yeah. I'm trying, man. I'm doing what the guy on stage with the mic tells me to do. Mm-hmm but really I'm kind of worn out and it doesn't seem to be working. And I think we've gotten ourselves in this, this pattern of we've got to be in control. We've got to put on a mask and be who other people think we should be. And then we've got to make sure that we're never not okay. Yeah. And it's exhausting. And so we live in this. Yeah. It's exhausting. And, 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 you know, part of my story and, and I, I, you know, when I get to guide a trip, I, I, I tell my story on the first night and, you know, part of my story is, you know, what the cell phones were coming out when I was graduating college and personal computers and, you know, all that stuff. And, and man, the access to, to pornography was just there. And, and, you know, in my early years of marriage, you know, I'm going to seminary and I'm on, on staff with Young Life and early marriage. And, um, you know, I just couldn't shake it. It was one of those things that I was like, gosh, I thought this would go away. You know, can we grow up sometime? And, and it was this thing that I, I felt like I couldn't talk about with anybody. I had to put on the mask of, you know, having it all figured out. And it's exhausting. You feel like a fraud. You feel like a failure. Mm-hmm. And when I got to admit that, to my wife, to my friends, I felt like, you know, a, a, a weight was lifted off my back. And I don't ever want to go back to that. Mm-hmm. I'd rather get fired and, you know, everybody know every failure in my life and go back to the place where I've got to pretend to be somebody I'm not. Mm-hmm. There's just no freedom no, there. No. And so when guys and girls get to experience that freedom, that love, and they get to let go 
things just change. The relationship changes with God, with their spouse, with their kids, with their work. Like it's just, it's a, it's a breath of fresh air. And, you know, there was, there was a moment in our first summer where um, we got to see that. And here's this guy we, in our first summer, we did a trip of, of guys all in their 60s. We called it a master's trip. And, man, it was just so fun hearing stories. And, you know, we didn't do a lot of hiking. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was it was a, a shorter trip. And one guy shared and just let it out. I mean, and, you know, it was that kind of just, you know, minutes of tears and snot. And just, you could tell he had just been holding something in. And um, and after that trip, one of the other guys, or after that, that story, one of the other guys went up to him that night and said, Hey, um, thanks for, thanks for sharing your story. And the guy kind of acted appalled, like, you know, are you, are you joking with me? I mean, as, as guys, we usually, it'd be more common for us to make some smart out comments. <laughs> and when he just said, thank you, like, I, I feel like I know you. Um, thanks for entrusting me with that. <laughs> the guy looked back at him and said, I feel like I can breathe again. Oh, wow. And, and, and he said, I feel like I've been carrying around this weight for mm-hmm. 40 years. Mm-hmm. And gosh, I'm just, you know, yeah. and that's that the, is. And that's the beauty of the model of your ministry is that it, it creates a catalyst there for the week that then comes back into the normalcy of life, comes back into relationships and work and home and school and kids and career and yet still holding, how do I live in this freedom of not being the imposter, of not being living behind this facade, of not being in this uh, place that, you know, I'm, I'm driven by my persona? You know, how, how do I create those spaces with other people and with other men and with other relationships and other friendships that um, I, I don't want to carry this anymore? And I think that's the beauty of of, of the catalyst of way forward is that it creates a context that then has a ripple effect in the hearts and lives of men and women that, that they say, I I don't want to act this way. I don't want to engage. I want to live in a freedom. I don't want to live behind the walls of self-protection. I want to be free from that. And I know as a church, Todd, just having, um, you know, men who have engaged that, that then come back and, create small groups and invite other men into those groups. We've seen, uh, you know, Michael Sparks, our men's pastor, and just we've seen just the ripple effect of that um, that men are hungry for. Um, and, yep. and I think that's, that's the beauty. Um, and, you know, all that God accomplishes through that. Um, and, you know, that's why, you know, Todd just – the time that we spend on the advance weekend, just knowing how God's uniquely wired you um, to both be a, you know, an, an adventurer and a guide, but have an immense amount of depth to engage the heart and the soul of men and women. And that's a, that's a powerful thing. And you're in, you are in your sweet spot, my friend. It's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. I mean, and that's, you're, you're spot on. I think we try to, we try to put people in category mm-hmm. and, and the reality is I would, I would fit into the adventurer category mm-hmm. more than the depth category. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the, one of the greatest things, you know, the, the guy, Alex, that, that we started with the dream. I mean, he was my boss at wilderness. He mm-hmm. said, when I first met you, I thought you were just a meathead. <laughs> and, and, and it does, 
I mean, and and I liked it. I liked that he says just a meathead. You know, because that means I still am a meathead, but there's just more. But you know, we we look at guys sometimes and we think, yeah. oh, he's an athlete. Oh, he's a outdoorsman. He's yeah. a you know CEO. This machismo masculinity that it doesn't mean it's all fake. I love the outdoors. I mean, I love to go hunt and fish. I love to be challenged. But don't get me wrong, like those things don't do it for me. They're they're just fun. And what does it? What what is sustaining is the the conversations where you can be yourself. You know, where you can explore and, and be honest that, you know, something made me sad. I mean that you don't hear too many macho guys talking about being sad. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, you talked about how do we take this back home and and our prayer from the beginning has always been, you know, wait, you said, you said some of our favorite words like catalyst, you know, and, um, we, we do, we see it as a, a catalyst or a, a springboard into something else, but it's not the local church, mm-hmm. you know, and I don't want, sure. I'd love for somebody to come back the next year and bring a group with them or, you know, say, I want to have some more time. That was just, you know, I want to be there again, but they've got to be plugged in back home. They cannot sustain off of a, a four day trip every summer. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, that's where we pray that there's local churches they can go back home and connect to, mm-hmm. you know, that there's organizations that they can, they can, can be a part of that can help set up that structure. Um, but I also tell them, you know, look at what happened on trail. I mean, the, the, one of the coolest phenomenons about Wayford is the whole experience is set up oftentimes by a kid that's half your age. Mm-hmm. You know, if we take a, 40 year old man on trail, his guy is usually going to be about 20 or 21. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be a, a seminary graduate. You don't have to be a head pastor. You don't have to have 20 years of ministry experience. You've just got to know the role you can play. And that's how we train our guys. Like, I mean, number one, you got to keep them safe. You know, you got to feed them good food. You got to make sure you don't get lost. But when it comes to that below the line stuff, you've got to be good at asking questions and you, you've got to believe with your whole heart that they want to go there. Mm -hmm. And that's what, you know, the, the, the word you said that I think is so important is that hunger. Mm -hmm. And if you're, you know, and so I, for somebody going back home, they're like, how do I do this? And it's like, you know, I got to lunch with somebody and all we do is, you know, talk about the NFL playoffs or, you know, Tennessee football or, you know, whatever. But if you can look at them and if your heart, you can really believe, man, if I ask a question of death, it's going to be like a refreshing open door to them. Then you're going to lean in and and you're going to ask that question and you don't have to have the answer, but just ask the question, Hey man, how, you know, how are things going in your marriage? Hey, where are you feeling like, you know, maybe you're, you're failing and you don't have anybody to talk to about it. Hey, what's going on beneath the surface that is driving you right now? What are some of the lies you're believing? Man, people just, when, when they, when they get a real question, Hey, tell me your story. I want to know you. I mean, they just, it's like their whole posture changes. Their face softens a little bit and, and they give you the real damn 
Right. And, and if we can do that, it just, it, like you're saying, it creates this wake. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has a ripple effect that, mm-hmm. that changes. And we don't have to have the answers. Mm-hmm. We just get to love on people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, Todd, as we're wrapping up here, just, I mean, we could talk all day and I love, I love the, the passion and the vision and it just, um, oh, it deeply resonates with my heart um, to, to know that the things that, I think all of us long for uh, of those connections mm-hmm. and friendships and environments and and um, and yet we're we're so good at hiding and we're so good at withdrawing and um, when we do take risk in those ways the fruit of that is you know depth and and friendship and uh, spiritual mm-hmm. friendship and 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 all of that is centered in way forward um, adventures and um, I just uh, can't say enough about the 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 goodness and the beauty of this ministry. So just as we wrap up here, Todd, what are as as our listeners are hearing this, what are ways that they can support Way Forward? Yeah, it's good. Um, so before Way Forward, you know, if if you're a if you're a fellowship Bible person, ways that you can continue to uh, dive into this area is whatever Will puts on, you can sign up for. And, you know, I, Will, the, you know, you, you told me just a little bit about it. The, the story work that mm-hmm, you're doing with mm-hmm, folks mm-hmm. Um, is, it's just so impactful. And, you know, about a year and a half ago, I, I started launching kind of into a deeper segment in my own life and my own story. And um, I can tell you when you work on your own life and when you can see you know, some of the wounds that have impacted you, one, you get to experience the love of Christ in a, in a deeper way. Mm-hmm. And then second, you get to bring up a, a more integrated person into your relationship. Mm-hmm. And so I just tell every guy, you know, it doesn't sound incredibly attractive at times to say, I'm going to do some story work. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, when you can dive in there, you're going to, mm-hmm. your wife is going to, get a better man mm-hmm. and, and your marriage is going to go to the next level. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just incredible. Mm-hmm. And, and same thing for women. When you can look in there and, and see kind of what shaped you and formed you, uh, you're going to, you're going to bring a, a better picture of yourself, you know, into your marriage or whatever context you're in. And so, gosh, I would say that, mm-hmm. you know, if you're in Jackson, Tennessee, mm-hmm. uh, go there, mm-hmm. um, way forward, you know, it's, a um, if you ever, you know, think about, I'd love to, love to go deeper with this group of people. We'd love to talk to you about putting together a trip. We do about half of our trips are, you know, out of pre-existing organizations, you know, whether it's an FDA or a, or a church um, or another, you know, parachurch ministry. But the other half is like kind of random groups, neighborhoods and CrossFit gyms and, you know, people that have a connection to each other and say, let's go deeper. And so dads with, you know, sons that are all in the same grade. And so if that's ever something that, that any of the, you know, your listeners, think that'd be fun to, to, to consider. would love to, to have that conversation. Um, and then certainly, you know, there's, we're, we're a nonprofit and, and WayForward is growing. We're kind of in the middle of a, a capital campaign right now to uh, increase more space around here. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just say, gosh, if, if something, uh, you know, tugs on a hard string as you listen to this, uh, reach out and see how you can get connected. Mm-hmm. Uh, we love to have people uh, get connected in a way that the, the Lord uh, encourages and nudges them to do. And, um, and so that, yeah, I'd say take the next step and, and, and reach out and we'll talk from there. Mm-hmm. Website. What's uh, way forward minute. Give the website way forward, way forward Yep. Way forward adventures.com. As you go to the website, you can read about all the history, a little bit of what we talked about ways that you can tangibly, uh, tangibly support way forward. 
And, um, you know, Todd, I hope our listeners um, will say, you know, this is a ministry I want to get behind because um, I believe in it. And I believe that as a church, we've been a huge uh, recipient of the blessing of Way Forward. And um, appreciate your heart, your story, your passion, and the man that you are and the way that the Lord is using you profoundly in the lives of people. Well, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Uh, have loved listening to your other interviews and keep doing what you're doing. Yep. Thanks, Todd. You bet. Thank you. Thank you for joining us today on the Story Form podcast. For more information about Fellowship Bible Church in Jackson, you can visit us at fellowshipjackson.com. Join us next time as we enter into the story of others together.